This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. That's correct. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in downtown Van Nuys. That's right. And uh, did you have someone you wanted to thank? Let's thank our Patreon support, uh, supporters. Everyone out there donating to the show, keeping us afloat. Um, if you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. We want to thank everyone out there who's already doing it. Lisa Jackson. Uh, who else is out there? Oh, Lane my Meyer, goodness. We have so many people. Catherine McGuire Hurst. I think, yeah. Barbara Gallagher Weatherman. Yes. And uh, just so you know, Daryl and Ed paid. We actually pay for the privilege to do this show every week. So we greatly appreciate any contribution to help make it happen and continue to sharing what we share. You can give as little as $5 a month. Yes. So it's basically taking Daryl and Ed out for a cup of coffee. That's right. And that goes a long way in getting our show produced. That's right. Daryl's got a new book out right now called Break Out of Your Box. Yeah. Available wherever you buy books. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, Ed's holding it so it says Reek Out Your Box. Ooh. Right. But it is Break Out of Your Box, ladies and Break gentlemen. Break Out of Your Box. Starring Daryl Fazzaro. Yeah, so you can find that on Amazon.com, you know, anywhere you buy Amazon books. Yes. Also at thiswillmakeyouhappy.com. I there, should I should put a link on our website, too. And you should go to uh, Beverly Hills on July 1st, Friday, at 5 p.m. Pacific. You will be able to attend Daryl's art show that's coming up, which is where we got the title from our show. Yeah, it's one but of the paintings. tell them where to go. How, how do they find that? Yes, I'm having an art opening. Uh, if you're tuning in, this we're talking about July 1st, 2022. From yes. 5 to 9 is the reception at 474 South Rodeo Drive. Correct. Molly's Garage. And you'll get to see my new paintings as well as meet Daryl and Ed in person. Are you going to go to the rug doctor between now and then? I'm thinking about going to the rug doctor, but I don't know. I think I might just go with my normal uh, scalp. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you want to get a new piece, as they say. <laughs> piece de resistance. All right. So that on would, that note. That would be a piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> La piece de resistance to balding. Before, yes, you, so before you guys continue, I, gotta, I just got to say your, brand, your new book, Daryl, is incredible. Oh, Literally, thanks. I gotta say, the most concise, powerful, short, but yet short uh, books I've ever read, uh, and no fluff, just just greatness. Oh, Most good. That's what we love. You can add it to your morning routine because he talks all about applying these principles to your life. Yes, and they're in little bite-sized uh, essays. So 
One of the paintings that's going to be on exhibit is actually titled Leave the Arena, Avoid the Bull. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. And we're going to talk about how we can continue to leave the arena of negativity and avoid the bull. By the way, do you have any spray tan in the place? Because I just realized uh, because of the wetsuit I wear while surfing, for the people on YouTube can see that there's a white swatch between no, my everyone's. arms. No, Look, sleeve. I got that too. Okay. See? Look. All right. But I saw that you had that um, Trump brand spray tan and stuff laying around. I didn't know if you had it with you. No, Weinstock borrowed it. He's going to be joining <laughs> us after this the break. This show was actually inspired also by a conversation you had with Weinstock, yes. who came to the rescue when Nick the Poet had to change his date. Yes. And um, I'm sorry, wh- wh- where are we at right now? Did you give the title yet? Yes. And you're going to tell us what the, okay. the, the description of this show is. But yes, Brandon Weinstock, I talked to him often on the phone. We've become good friends over the yes. past several months or longer. And uh, one of the things I was telling him, oh, I was struggling with something within my between my ears. This is how great this stuff works. I'm not going to try to remember what it was, but at the right, time it was right. obviously bothering me. And he said, well, did you invite God into the conversation? Right. And he followed it right up with, you know, because God loves to be invited into the conversation. Yes. And when we invite God into the conversation, we start to wonder how God is going to use, how life will use the very things that we might be afraid of to bring about our good, yes. to bless others, to bless ourselves. So the show is called Leave the Arena, Avoid the Bull with Brandon Weinstock. The solution to every problem begins with adjusting our thinking We can choose to leave the arena of fear by inviting God into the conversation. And the first place is between our ears, the conversation we're talking about. Always, yes. What's going on in between our ears. Invite this power, this infinite good to bless that situation, to bless our ideas about what's happening. It really does change everything. When we do, we discover to our relief that our fears were groundless. It was all bull. On this episode, Daryl and Ed encourage listeners to avoid the bull and start living. Inspirational bullfighter, Brandon Weinstock. When we say bull. We mean he fights off bull. that bull. Yes. Yes. Bull. Um, and I'm not aware that he ever actually has fought a, a bull in the arena, but maybe it's we'll possible. find out. You never know with this guy. He's done a lot of things. Inspirational bullfighter, Brandon Weinstock, enters the Chobo Arena to read and discuss today's daily word. Guidance. Ah, are we going to go right into these three breaths? Yeah, because you know what happens? You go from tangling with the bull to joining the party ah, of life. Just, yeah, getting back in the groove. Getting back in the groove. It's funny. Josh and I were just talking on my way over here, my buddy, who I've known since third grade, about because um, I got some texts this morning from my mother about what my son's doing college-wise. And I think she's wised up now. She knows, like, I better run this by Ed before I bring it to him. So Before she dumps a bag of manure on your son's well, head? Well, I can tell. I'm glad. I guess I'm glad she sent it to me. I was like the bodyguard, Kevin Cosner, diving in front of the bullet because it felt so bad for me to hear it. So thankfully, uh, it almost knocked me unconscious. So I had to call Daryl, get some reinforcement, call my buddy Josh. But what I realized was, what she was saying was triggering my own fears and my own res- judgment, resentments from the past and our relationship, like nothing to really do with my son because 
he has, you know, I, he's grown up around me and my wife and we've trained him to trust himself and, yes. and we're not trained him. We, we just encouraged him to continue to yes. naturally trust himself. And so it's not really him I was worried about, but it was like the little part of me that was like, yeah. ah! you know, so I called Daryl just to kind of like, cause I said some things lovingly, just like, um, I would walk lightly cause he knows what he's doing. He's doing great. You know, cause I could tell that's what she was looking for from me to see if it was a good idea. And then I talked to my friend Josh and the reason I brought that up is because I was tempted to like fight because of the fear that was coming up, get tangled up, you know, like right. how dare you even say it, blah, blah, blah. But my friend Josh said this, he said, if you do that, you're just reinforcing the groove of that same old yes. groove of thought, which yes. pulls us into these fights. And we basically waste our time tangling with things that we don't have to do anything. About. We're getting in the arena with the bull instead of exactly moving into a new groove. Yeah. And you know, the, uh, I'll say this quickly. I was at school the other day and my student, okay, we with my students, I'm, you know, the adult program I've been yes. talking about, the prayers are working. This is the best program I have ever been a part of. Uh, the best staff I'm working with. You know, normally I'm the, during the school year, I was with third, fourth and fifth graders. And it's like now I'm with 19, 20, 21 year old uh, people with some sort of learning challenges, you right. know, like that we do life skills and things. And um, they're just mellow, you know, right. like they're not. Ah, nah, you know, I wish I had that brain. I know. Well, it's funny because my brain's so tired from the school year that I've like it's not been operating on full capacity, but. I'm learning because of what Brandon said about um, inviting God into the conversation that it's actually a blessing because it's my brain's kind of like not at its sharpest. Right. But for for one, I'm really relating better to my students because they're they they process information a little slower. Oh, that's healthier. And it's all it's amazing how all this is working together. But the reason I brought it up was because first of all, thank any, everyone out there who's been blessing the program. People uh, and my program, my, my yes. teaching, because it's really working. It's been heaven. It's been really relaxing and fun. So we went to the recycling yard. We they bring in their recycling. We got twenty five bucks. We went right. over to Target. We bought supplies to make uh, chili cheese fries. That was our Thursday activity. One student ate his. Comes back in and there's one plate left. And by this point, it's like cold. Yeah. yeah. The fries were not that good to begin with because, you know, we had to put them in a toaster oven out of a frozen bag. You know what I'm saying? They're not like yeah. crisp. So, but I'm not thinking, I'm like, ah, you want it? He's a big, right. kind of a big guy. You know, he's a grown man. He's 19, 20 years old. Go ahead. So the next thing I hear, a staff member comes running. Oh, I need to tell you so-and-so just threw up. And I'm like, ah, it makes sense. He ate his lunch and then uh, two cold plates of chili cheese fries. Uh, but, you know, but but during this time of covid and stuff the staff were concerned someone got the fear that it was covid because of something related to that so there was this whole panic right oh my and, god and then he rides in a van with three other guys and one of the staff rides with him so they don't want him to get in there right and i'm thinking yeah, school's about to be over i don't want to talk i got right. i just imagine what his mom i know his mom's sort of like this litigious lady who like right you know, yeah. so i'm like okay but Living this way, I'm like, I'm the one who's doing a great job teaching. I don't need to, like, right. panic or anything. So Leonard's talking to his mom. His mom's telling him, just get on the bus and go. The school district's calling and saying, we can't get a hold of mom, right? After and, you just talk to her. Yeah. So, cause the kid, and so they asked me to call her. And I was thinking, that feels really bad. Yeah. Like, 
I'm so tired. I just taught a whole day. This is the right. last thing. I know. And like, so I said, you know, anything that feels like that's probably not my job. Good. I just blessed it. I just invited God into that moment. And as soon as I walked out to the back, it was amazing because the kid was talking. The kid's mom had talked to her boyfriend. She was, he was talking to her. I mean, the, the, the student was talking to the boyfriend. The boyfriend was going to come pick him up. Everything worked, worked out. itself out because I didn't engage in this stress and panic and this fear. Oh, I better call her. And No, you instead did the most powerful thing, which is change your own consciousness yeah. by bringing God into your own mind. Right. That's what we all need to. That's yeah. why we love connecting the dots because we could all trace it back. When my mind's at peace, yeah, I'm not blocking the flow of that power, yeah, that will resolve right. anything because the power is naturally right. Uh, it's it's based on harmony, yes, and all these other like when we're fearful, it feels bad, it feels horrible because it's really. Our thoughts are wavelengths, just like everything in the universe yeah. is on a wavelength. And the reason things go smoothly is because when they're in harmony mm -hmm. with the universal flow, the right. groove. Right. But at any time when we get out of the groove in our thinking, it feels bad. The problem is, including myself, if it starts to feel really bad, my mind says this must be true. Right. And we're here to let you know it's not. It's all bull. And that's why it's good to start your day with the morning routine because it makes it easier to trust that this anxiety is not based in fact. Yeah. When if I like because I did the morning routine just several hours before the anxiety, yeah. I'm not saying I will not have an anxious moment, but when right. I do, I'm more agreeable to someone like Ed saying something yeah. positive helped me right. change my train of thought. Mm -hmm. Or even if I can't get choosing to pray and meditate, choosing to call uh, silent unity. Right. Whereas if I wasn't doing the morning routine, I'm convinced from my past experience that that anxiety not only would I'd be 100 percent convinced it was fact. Right. But if anyone tried to say, you know, you're really not a victim of this, or that's ridiculous thinking. I would actually argue with them right. as to why they don't understand right. this really is a horrendous thing. Like now I'm more willing right. to believe because I know from experience that it is just my consciousness. Yeah. And I could change it. I agree. I mean, and I think we should have maybe end with this breath when we're, because I think we should really read some of this yeah, stuff we to got get to. people into this groove because it really is hopping from one groove, which is fear, doubt, and worry. Like I woke up yes. this morning with a lot of that and it's shifting over into this faith this place of faith i mean right you don't have to call it god you could call it but you can call it whatever you want but this higher power this um the Taoists would just call it the Tao. it's just the way life flows you know? yes there's this flow there's this, this governing principles to life and um you know, p people like Florence Goebbels shouldn't say like our good comes in over calm. Yes, and, yes. And God has ways. Life has ways that we know not of, especially when we're afraid. Like I didn't know this guy. Um, I'll call him John. I didn't know John existed and he was going to come pick this guy. up. No, Nobody that's the did. miracle of this stuff. But I took the time to pause and this student on his own made arrangements yes. with his mom or whatever to get the ride home. And the guy was so grateful because I stayed an extra half hour. But I didn't mind because. No. Um, and it turned out the kid didn't have COVID. He just ate of course not. And yeah. it was so crazy because in fear of the COVID, like, I got to say, 
fear magnifies these these tiny little things and makes them seem really big, right? Because I thought I was going to go out there. I never saw right. where he puked because I had to get the, the um, faculty. Right. I mean, the, yeah, the, the cleaner uppers to, to <laughs> come in to clean it up, which was funny. Three amazing guys, and then when I when, so when I went out there and saw what it was, it was like about an eight inch little. Splash! I'm like someone who's really sick is no, not. No, I know this is like someone who's eaten too much. You know, yeah, and just goes. But the Bap. staff was, uh, you know, they were afraid of what might it, it might be. So it looked like this much bigger deal, and it was funny because I loved. I got to know these three guys, um, who uh, Cruz, Pedro, and Arturo, who were the guys who came to clean it up, and they had sprays, they had salt, they had sand. I went out there the next day, and it was like pretty much all still there. <laughs> I was like, what, what do they do with all that stuff? Love you guys if you ever have the chance to listen. But, uh, I'm sure that you de- uh, They probably it? cleaned up a different spot. Something. But uh, at any rate, I'm sure the birds will eat that, and everything will be fine. But, um, yeah, our good comes in over these calm waters. And part of the, this is a reading from Emmett Fox around the year. It's from October 13th. I just happened to open to, the, to this the other day, and it goes perfect with our show. Yes. So, it's called Tackling That Bugbear. When what seems an especially difficult problem or a great emergency presents itself, and it's all, that's all about how we are relating to uh, it. Perceiving it, yes. Yeah, because it could be going to the DMV or calling a plumber. It could be anything. Many students of truth and many people start by thinking, this is very serious, and then proceed to brace themselves mentally for a supreme effort and plan to pray exceedingly hard in order to meet the difficulty. All this is quite wrong. It simply builds up the problem into something far better, far bigger than it was originally. The right attitude, the one that brings victory, is to think God can and will solve this problem. Yes. Instead of speaking the word from the low altitude of fear and limitation, and trusting to effort to magnify the Lord, stop thinking of the problem altogether, and rise in consciousness. Having now attained a higher level, speak the word gently from that level and your problem will be solved. It says, for the word of God is quick and powerful, Hebrews 4.12. And I'm, you know, I'm using that on a, a chronic health thing because it's easy to go, oh, this is going to be for the, with me for the rest yeah. of the life. Almost like my faith has gotten weaker over the years, whereas in my 20s, I had no problem believing this stuff would work. But then I have to remind myself, no, 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 just... God can and will solve this problem and forget the matter yeah. and move on and just do the next right thing. And that's the cure. Right. It, but is that enough? Yes, that's more than enough. You know, I'm glad you said that one thought because I found I was just thinking this week that that thought that this thing is here to stay, it can't change, that is one of the most Ugh, diabolical. Uh, disconcerting and diabolical thoughts we could have. That's what you got to say, not today, not today Satan. Satan. Yeah. It was just the shirt I'm wearing. My wife got it for me from a great thrift store. But um, that is the number That's one That's the bugbear. That's the first one. That's the number one bugbear for me. Well, we don't realize when I do that, because I've had some things going on that my brain is thinking. I'm glad now when I realize that that's what's going on because I can go to work on my consciousness. But yes. um when that's that's the biggest concern and and also the the biggest relief when we invite God into this conversation oh. is that um we realize who's I say it's like uh mama be my mom we we pretend uh, we use her as the example but you could any the voice of fear whoever that voice is in your head puts on a little lab coat and pretends to be a doctor and starts oh yes. yeah this is never going to go away it's like we it's amazing how fear puts on 
that expert whatever yes. uniform it needs to put on to give us advice about what what's here to stay and how bad it is. It's like it's crazy. Well, it's like that Bible verse. It was even used in movies like the Ten Commandments when yeah. Aaron Reed in that movie, that old movie with Charlton Heston as Moses. Right. Um, it would say, and it came to pass. In my mind, yeah. when I heard it came to pass, I thought it came to stay and ruin things. Right. But that's not what it means. If you read the Bible verse uh, esoterically and spiritually, it's obvious it's saying Whatever you think in your mind, this is here forever. This is never going to go away. Uh, this is here to stay. It's reminded. No, this came to pass. Right. Now keep your faith in God, and you will heal. Keep your faith in God. Keep your consciousness at peace. Right. And things will come to to reharmonize and heal and move along in a positive way instead yes. of fighting like like. You were and it's that funny, example. that's a great example, too, because the same thing, the same thought when heard and thought through the lens of fear is so different yes. from through the lens of love and faith. And the, the I got news, the, the lens of love and faith is always more accurate yes. than the voice of fear. So, always. Well, right, here's a, we, we got some great readings, and we have just enough time to get through them before the break. Um, and the breaths we'll get to after oh, the yeah. readings. So this is from a book. This one I highly recommend. It's Find and Use Your Inner Power by Emmett Fox because it's little one-page essays. And I used to carry this around with me on the bus when I was in the military Ooh, yeah, or, you know, one. at work because it was just quick pick-me-ups. And this one's titled Swing Doors to Hell. And here it goes. When you have true peace of mind and an adequate understanding of life, you are already in heaven. When you are full of fear, anxiety, hatred, or physical pain, you're in hell. The conventional descriptions of both places are but an attempt to provide symbolic pictures of states of mind. Mm. Whether you are to live in hell or in heaven depends solely upon the kind of thinking you indulge in all day long. And fortunately, you can, by taking a little trouble... Train yourself to make heaven-like thinking a constant habit. The doors of hell are swing doors. Mm. There are no locks or fastenings upon them. They swing in or out at a push. And you can go inside anytime you choose to do so. And by the same token, you can also come out again anytime you choose. Mm -hmm. The way out of hell is to begin thinking thoughts of health happiness and success at this very moment yes and to keep it up hour after hour day after day in spite of all appearances if you if only you will do this with determination you will be through the swing doors and out of your difficulties before you know what has happened yes because we're allowing that power to work on our behalf yes yes and it's so natural that's why I always. I think that's what the 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 piece of like the Taoist thing. Uh, yes. Of the through line between what they were saying and and Christianity and all and different traditions. This through line that it's. I like that it's natural. It's our nature yes. to actually flow and to be successful. Yes. It's really about undoing a lot of thought processes we have. I've had that would get in the way, and that's why I think like what hit me this uh, this morning with my like texting with my mother about my son was it just reinforced within me i have learned that the most important thing to do is trust yourself and your connection to what you know 
you will never be led astray. Even if for a time it's like kind of uncertain, you're always going to end up in the right place. Yeah, it was disrupting the flow. That's yeah. why it felt bad. The voices of fear within us are basically telling us we can't trust ourselves. We can't trust life. They're like little voices inside. No, don't go this way. Yeah. But like they, they, they're just fearful guys who threw on like a – you know, street. Uh, what is that like? Those those uh, orange vests. They don't yes. really work for the city. Yeah. They're pretending they are. No detour. Don't go this way. But like, you know, that's where I want to go. The coffee shop that I yes. want to go to is right there. All right, Eric Butterworth. Spiritual economics says the great discovery. By the way, spiritual economics highly recommended. Go to darylnid.com. There's a reading list. You can order any of these books for yourself. We don't make money, but we do enjoy sharing the the medicine. The great discovery of the new insight in truth is that consciousness is the key to all things which happen to us, certainly the key to personal prosperity. The starting point in changing your life is the realization that you can change your life by altering your thoughts. You begin by taking responsibility for your own life. This is true prayer. As long as you are hung up on paranoid thoughts such as, it's what they are doing, it's what's happening in Washington office politics, and the IRS is harassing me, then you cannot help of any kind. You cannot find help of any kind through truth. Admit to yourself that your present experience, even the condition of your bank account, reflects your present level of awareness. You are not the victim of circumstances. Consciousness creates circumstances or at least sets the climate in which they happen. When you establish yourself in this awareness, then you are in a position to change things. Because if the cause is in you, in your level of consciousness, then the cure can be affected yes. by changing your thoughts, by altering the cause. All right, and here we go. The one-two punch. This is from You Unlimited. Norman Lundy. By Norman Lundy. Just what is race consciousness? Like attracts like. Fear breeds more fear. Hate breeds more hate. Man's troubles are magnified to attract more troubles. Similar thought forms join each other often to create powerful influences. Yes. When you allow suicidal thoughts or waves of melancholy to go out from you, these will attach themselves magnetically to similar thoughts. Soon you will have attracted a cloud of gloom right over you. Conversely, all the joy you radiate increases the joy of the world. By meditating on the blessings of peace, you can increase the peace consciousness of your country. You can pick up or reject many ideas from this crystallized race thought. It often influences bankruptcies, epidemics, wars, and mass miseries. But all those who seek truth's fair and shining face will ascend above these mental clouds into the pure realm of divine intelligence. Here you will tune in only good, beauty, and peace. You will have risen above race thinking. Yeah, so we'll do our breaths and we'll take a break. I just want to say, like, we're reading words, and sometimes they can feel highfalutin, like, you'll rise above, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but all this really means is taking time to sit and meditate and do some simple form of prayer where we open ourselves up to receive this greater awareness of who we are. What? All the rest of it's just talk. Like, if you, you have to do that to experience it. Like, you have to have your own personal practice, your own personal connection with this stuff. I mean... It's probably encouraging, right, yes. to, to, to know that it's there, but to really reap the benefit, which anyone can do at any moment, because you're, these principles are working whether we know it or not, is just to sit quietly. I mean, that's why this stuff, the message of Jesus was so uplifting for so many people, is that everyone can do it. Everyone is doing it. Well, you know what? I always rise above it all with you when we do this show on the wings of love. love. Together, <laughs> the two of us. Yes. 
All right, let's do this. Who do we got here for today for our? Oh, breaths? these were the three magi. Yes, uh, who brought the gifts to Jesus came up with these: earth, wind, and fire. That's right. As. This mantra was forged out of three key elements: mm. earth, wind, and fire. Okay. All right, let's take a breath. Well, because this is the way we feel oh, oh, yes. when we release <laughs> ourselves from these fearful thoughts. And we get back having. in the groove. We get back harmony. in the groove. We really start to share in like the spice of life, if you yes, will. Yes, and, right, and we want to share it too. Yes. Okay, you ready? Okay. Uh, <sighs> let's groove tonight. Share the spice of life. Ah. Uh, let's groove tonight. Share the spice alive. Uh, <laughs> let's groove tonight. Share the spice alive. Yes. One of those great moments when you know Brandon Weinstock's looking at you. You're not quite sure if he knew what he was getting into. All right. Coming up next, today's guest, inspirational bullfighter. Brandon Weinstock enters the Chobo Arena to read and discuss today's daily word guidance. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome to the second segment. It's time to leave the bull and avoid the arena. Leave the arena and avoid the bull. That's true! Yeah, yeah both of them work. <laughs> leave the bull and avoid the arena. <laughs> Man, I, what's in this coffee at Chobo Studios? I know. It's delightful. So listen to this. I got this email from positivechristianity.org today. What's that guy's name again? Chenworth or something? Yes, Chris Chenoworth. Chris Chenoworth. He's a great unity minister. And he says, lowering your anxiety screen. Oh, this is a great analogy. Matthew 631. Are you not? Uh, it says, do not do not be anxious. Are you being stopped from living a full life by your own anxieties? Mm. An old friend of mine, Stretton Smith, in one of his writings recalled a famous episode of Star Trek. Captain Kirk and Spock were traveling through a tunnel when they saw some of their crew at the other end being tortured by the enemy. They rushed through the tunnel to rescue their friends when suddenly Kirk was stopped by an invisible screen. He couldn't see what was blocking him and he couldn't get through. He looked like a mime washing a window. Man, he must have done a great job with that. But Spock had walked right through. He cried out to Spock, asking Spock how, how he got through. But he, Kirk, could not. Ooh. Spock said that it was an anxiety screen and that Kirk's emotions, his anxiety, prevented him from getting through. If Kirk would lower the anxiety screen, he would be able to walk through. So Kirk stood back and imagined the invisible anxiety screen in front of him being lowered. That's what we do when we meditate, affirmative prayer, yes. inspired reading, call a friend. And Kirk, free of all anxieties, stepped over the screen and joined Spock. They went on to rescue their friends. The next time you want to do something, but you find that you're being stopped by your own anxieties, try this mental technique. Stop for a moment and imagine lowering your anxiety screen 
and stepping over it, walking forward to claim your God-given <coughs> good. Ah. That's a much better way than trying to push through the ah. screen, trying to pretend we don't have the anxiety. Just take a moment and use some breathing. Use your imagination, right? And withdraw your attention from whatever this anxiety is. Invite God into the conversation. Invite because these, if God, they're like if you're, if God is the God that we're speaking about here, it's principle means it's forever follows certain principles, ever increasing good. The good that we seek is seeking us. The, our role is really to tap into our good and express our good, become an expression of the good. When we, once I become an expression of the good within myself, the anxiety screen goes away as well. Once I become, I become the very thing that I'm seeking from the world around me, being kind, these type of things, instead of being afraid, I, start, I can call someone else, encourage them. All of these things open me up. Yes. Those things also lower the anxiety screen. Yes. Or right. imagine your mind smiling. Imagine your subconscious mind yes. indeed smiling. smiling. That also helps. These little visualizations that help us. All right. We got a postcard this week. If you want to send us anything, funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Thank you all for tuning in, by the way. Again, for supporting us through Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing is where you can do that. Um, but in the meanwhile, we, we love these. Uh, it's so funny. We were talking about Kirk in the last reading. Our friend Kirk Chelson from Germany sent us this. And, and on the front, it says, let that SHIT go. Yeah, he posted my head on a little Buddhist statue. Yes. So that's the funny part on one side, but it's also a good reminder. Yes. And uh, the second side, it says, facts based upon reason and the evidence of the senses which oppose the idea seeking expression, rob you of the belief in the reality of the invisible state. Faith is the evidence of things unseen. Call the thing not seen. Assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled. That's from Neville Goddard. So um, uh, We also got some mail, Ed. Kathleen, Kathleen Lepoff, Lepoff yes, um, sent us a little message. Yeah, uh, we're, yeah, we're going to give a shout out to yeah. Kathy Lepoff's uh, meditation group in she Morganville, said, yeah, she New Jersey. She's excited for your book uh, in the, in their book club, and because uh, they're going to read it right in their book club, your new book, yes. "Break Out of the Box" by Fuzaro. Break out of your box. Break out of your box by Fuzaro. You can get it on Amazon or wherever you get books. And then she says her. Um, my meditation friends love your podcast. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Where did you say it was again? Morganville, New Jersey. Morganville, New Jersey. Hello, meditation. Yes, Morganville, New group. Jersey. That's like the Beverly Hills of New Jersey. If, yeah. These little messages. <laughs> you know, we do the show. We just send it out there. We're not um, tracking the numbers like all the no. time. Or we. This is enough. This is one letter brings us so much joy. It's therapy for us to do the show. Yes. We've been doing it for almost 10 years. And uh, so when we get these messages, they're a big boost. Vicki Caroline, Caroline um, on Facebook. I believe this is the mother of uh, Sarah Negadari, perhaps. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. She said, I love you guys. Well, wow. we love you too, Vicki. Thanks for tuning in, sharing the show. If, if you want to uh, find out anything about us, you can go to DarylAndEd.com. Um, what else? You can go to our Funniest Thing fan page. 
You can find us on YouTube now, full YouTube videos uh, live from Chobo Studios, which are amazing. I highly recommend them. Yes. Um, we usually post them on our Facebook and You get to see our well. guests, what they look like. I know. This is next level stuff here. We are so happy to be here. Yeah, today's guest is in HD. So um, also, we want to thank our chief engineer in Missouri who yes. puts pieces everything together. Yes. His name is Jeff Comfort, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone shout out to the prayer line well, let's, let's thank oh Indy that's Fawcett right right Indy. here at chobo studios we got two engineers now thank you Indy fawcett thank you guys love you how you that feeling today great. buddy oh doing great it's always uh this isn't work for me this is uh this is always uh fun and enlightening so i, I appreciate you guys and you're uh, enjoying the show it. today oh yeah definitely every time oh beautiful every time all right. All right. Uh, now, the shout out to the prayer line, which is a non-denominational line that's been in existence since the first phone line in Missouri. That's right. Over 100 years. Yes. And well 125 years, years actually. 30, I think. No. Yeah. 800 now pray or 800-669-7729. If you need an affirmative prayer, just the willingness to call. The guts, the willingness to call, yeah. actually is the faith of the mustard seed that already gets my mind back in the groove, and I yeah. start to feel better and more positively, and my uh, anxiety screen starts to lower. So yeah. uh, we we highly recommend it. Yeah, they have an app, the letter U, the word pray, you pray app. It uh, was having issues on Android, but hopefully it's back up and running. I still use it all the time. That's where you can type in your prayers. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, living by out of fear, it's... We don't like we get used to it if we've been living it that way for long enough. It's almost like there's an imaginary gun to our head, you know, like so go but the good news is there is no gun to our head. We just have to remember and admit to ourselves how bad it feels to live under fear, you know, like I feel it in my neck, you know, uh. like I, I'm letting go of a lot of this stuff right now. The little uh, very positive changes, but they bring up old fears yeah. and doubts and worries that and things and th this is the we need to like we're we're growing. Maybe when we were kids, we didn't have the freedom to because whatever that threat was, whether it was an adult or whatever, it seems so real to us. We didn't. Have, but now we have the tools, and sometimes we have to like really like Daryl and I laugh a lot because it's that's the feeling of releasing these old ideas. Like wait, you know, like there really is no one with a gun to my head. Right, I don't have to keep living yeah. that way. I can choose something new, and the more of us get together and talk about it and share it and read and. It's just very encouraging. And that's why I'm excited about today's guest. Yeah. So uh, the, for the Daily Word today, we have a friend of Daryl. I'm just meeting him now, So, but he's a friend of the show already. What do you want to say, Daryl? Let's welcome Brandon Weinstock. All right. How are you doing, sir? Hi, guys. I'm great. How are you? Good, good, good. Tell us about this beautiful backdrop. For those who are – if you want to check him out on YouTube, you'll oh, see he's wow. in nature out here. Yeah. Um, uh, this is where I'm staying presently with some family. They've got about two acres of incredible land out here in the valley in Encino. Wow! It's uh, there's a I'm, I'm staring at a garden in front of me and a uh, uh, a um, it's just it's just beautiful, a beautiful. Yeah, two acres. Two acres. Is no out, joke. Outside fireplace and a pool and a greenhouse right in front of me and growing vegetables. Yeah, it's, it's a very serene place. Wow, that sounds great, man. So uh, yeah. So now that you've been in the green room, quite literally over He's there. He's in the green room. Yeah. Um, I know you've had a chance to listen in on the show. Are there any thoughts that you've had while you're listening that you wanted to share while we're getting started? Yeah. 
you know, I don't know how to follow up with you guys. I mean, it's, it's you guys covered a lot, and um, you know, I hope that I can add just whatever my experience and 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 life experience and, and wisdom can can bring. Um, you know, there's what what I was thinking while you guys were talking and doing all the readings is that, you know, readings are great. I need I need that new information in my mind, but for me, you know, the readings are were never enough. A lot of times I would read them in the morning in my daily routine and I would just put the book down and I would just forget what I just read. Right. And, you know, I think part of the practice for me in my in my morning routine and not just my it's not just my morning routine, by the way. I know you guys, Daryl, you know, Daryl's heavy on the morning routine, but I have a I just have a daily routine. It's, it starts in the morning when I wake up. Right. But throughout my day, uh, throughout my day, I need to remember to 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 bring for me, you know, to bring what I call God into the conversation, not yes. for me, not, a, not a religious, you know, right. God of any sort, but just what I conceive to be that spirit. But throughout the day, when I find myself in worry or fear, or even sometimes excitement, like I just want to make sure that I try to stay on that, on that narrow yeah. path of, of being in, you know, being serene. So, um, you know, but it takes effort. It takes it takes work. It's is not. I can't just pick up a book and read these great things and then just all expect right. that my day is going to go well. Right, right. Well, I think that when we why we emphasize the morning routine is I think that's like without that starting point, it gets it gets like exponentially harder to get back on the beam during the without day. a doubt, without but, a doubt. Yeah, and a lot of people, um, kind of dabble in the morning part of it, you know, and they get oh, I don't have time this and right. that. But I have found personally that like starting there and with the expectation that things are going well. But like you said, it is an ongoing re yes. reinviting what having some readings or whatever the little things are yes. that are like the booster shots throughout the day. What are what kind of things do you do to keep that going throughout the day? That's that, that's what yeah. I'm curious about before. before. Before I answer that, so, you know, Daryl and I were having coffee one day and he, he mentioned just, and it, it came out of him as natural as, as breathing. He said, you know, um, meditation in the morning routine is, is part of his self-care routine. Yeah. And that blew me away because I never look at that as, as a form of self-care, uh. right? Like I always looked at going to the spa as a self-care or massage the self as a form of self-care, but, but prayer and meditation and, and, and coming, getting into my body, because when I wake up in the morning, my mind is up first, Yes. right? And I, and I think this is the human condition. I don't think I'm, a, I'm unique in this, but the mind is up first. And, my, and then I come to and I'm like, oh, and that's how I know, by the way, that I am not my mind. Right. Yes. When I, come to in that, when I come to in the morning, when I wake up in the morning, there's that, there's that couple seconds where it's like, oh, look at you. You've already been up and you're already, you know, the mind is already up exercising. Yes. Plan, planning the day. It has, it has things that it wants to do. It has stories that it wants to tell me. Yes. And, and then all of a sudden I'm, then I come to the picture and, and what most people do, including me, well, I'll speak for myself. What I, what I often do is I just join into that party right away. Right. right? I don't, I don't say thank you very much for being here. And, you know, I'm going to go about my day right now. I most more often than not, you know, I will join in with whatever my mind is thinking and that would be the beginning. And then I go and do my morning routine and then I kind of unravel from that and I get back into my body. But yes, it's a rare morning where I wake up and it's like, there's peace and quiet right. going on up there. And, and, you know, especially right now I'm going through some stuff personally where I just had a little bit more turbulence where I'm going through. So, 
you know, and then when I do my morning routine, my morning routine starts with reading some books, some books that I was reading before, you know, I met Daryl, uh, and then some books that I've acquired since I've met Daryl. Um, I usually read no more than three. I've heard people say that they read, you know, 15, 16 books in the morning. I don't know what the purpose of that is. It's like sometimes when there's too much information, when there's too much yeah. input, it, it negates everything else that I've done. Yes. So yes. I, I, I'm a firm believer of less is more when it comes to input. Right. And then, um, so I, I do my readings. I meditate for 20 minutes. Um, I have a form of mindfulness meditation that I've, that I've, that I practice. I've been, I've been meditating for about 16 years. Um, I've recently revamped it, strengthened it, shifted it a little bit in the last year. Uh, I do that for about 20 minutes. Uh, sometimes that 20 minutes feels like five minutes and sometimes the 20 minutes feels like 40 minutes, but I do do it. Um, and then I uh, pray and I pray earnestly, um, you know, for guidance throughout the day. And, you know, if there's specific things that are going on in my life, I do that. And then I do what I like to call two-way prayer, which is a form, you know, based on the reading today, guidance, which is where um, I actually write on a piece of paper things that are going on with me or, for, or a question that I might have for God, and then I listen for the answer. And more, I didn't, I didn't bring the book. I actually would have been happy to read it. It's in my, it's in my house, which is a, a two-minute walk. But I, can, I know that the voice is not me because of the way of the words that are being used and the way it's being said, right? right. And even if it, it, even if it is me, it's the highest version of me, yes. right? Like wh- whatever is being written on the page is the highest version of me. Right. So that's how I start my day. That that can take anywhere from, you know, 20 to 40 minutes, depending on, you know, if I'm a little sluggish in the morning yeah. or what's going on. But I have to do 80 to 90% of all that before I walk out the door. Yeah. Um, you know, and before and I did it before, uh, you know, I came on, you know, to talk right. to you guys today. So that's kind of like what the morning looks yeah. like. And then there, and then more happens throughout the day. Yeah, well, that's I, great. I can really relate to what you're yeah, saying. And I just want to say something because you know, to people listening for first time, and I know when I first heard this, I went, "Oh my god, that's too much." Mm-hmm. But the truth is, like all of us started. I could speak for myself, and I pretty much assume these two guys will agree. You know, in the beginning, it was a willingness. I thank God I had the willingness to give it a try. Yeah. And in the beginning, it was almost like a decree. Something I was, something that was shared with me with the promise that it would improve my condition if I was willing to give it a shot. And I gave it a shot from that place. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, in the beginning, my morning routine, like, um, um, Brandon just described his, you know, today it's grown to, to what it is today. Mm-hmm. And although it seems like a lot, we both do it now. I could pretty much say this confidently on his behalf as well on Ed's because of the results. Right. It, it, it's become actually a desire now. Right. Where before it was a decree. And what I also want to reemphasize is in the beginning, it wasn't this long thing that's right i don't want you to think oh my god it has to be that long oh my god i gotta do a full 20 minutes that's like you know trying to look like arnold in six weeks right you know when you're 14 years old and thinking i'm gonna go to the gym no 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 because in the beginning it was given to me as a seven can you do this seven minute just a few of these prayers before you race out the door and now it's grown and it's grown and i also like what brandon shared too to reiterate 
It doesn't have to be 30 books, 10 books. I heard a guy the other night, actually, Brandon, I both heard the other night uh, someone, a friend, a mutual friend say he reads reads 20 books in the morning. And my mind is like, what? Yeah, I'd be dead if I No, no. It's just find the few books. We offer a lot of books on our reading list. It doesn't mean Daryl and I read all those books in the morning. I don't want you to give that. But you pick and choose the ones that excite you and just commit to the few that do. And here's the other thing, folks. If I start getting that lift after reading just a few and I have one or two more, I allow myself off the hook because you can get superstitious with your morning routine too. Oh, no, I got to finish all five readings. So if I get the magic, if the pill is working, I allow myself, and Emmett Fox says this too, then stop there. Yeah, it's working. That's what Jesus and, called the spirit of the law. Yes. And the spirit is there because if you stick to the letter of the law, that's what he said, the letter of the law killeth, but the yes. spirit's what give it the life. So Yes, and then then go through your day, but do it each day. Yes. Yes. That's the key. Yeah. That's the key. That's the key. And, and I, I want to say, too, what Brandon shared I can relate to, and in my understanding of how this stuff, like from a psychology back uh, background and also from this new thought background, it's like, what I would what I would describe is like my subconscious mind, which has been trained and conditioned, just starts going. And if I don't do some practices where I disidentify with that, yes. um, it will take over, and it will like the, like Brandon said, mine gets so crazy that I couldn't even fall <laughs> if I try. This <laughs> that like if I like mine right, is this practice of like so I do like. My morning routine, and because I've been teaching, yes, and then I'll take my shower. I'll take a cold shower. It helps wake me up. I do a couple things. Then I'll sit again before I leave. And somewhere yeah. in that process, magic happens. The yeah. identification with all that yes. fear down where it starts to let go. Yes, and as that lets go, and the whole thing starts to align with God, this divine mind, because. That's the beauty of this. This God, it's not like we, 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 at least I can speak for myself and I know Daryl can say, I feel more myself when I invite what we're calling God into. I feel more true to who I am mm, yes. and not like I'm bowing to some outside or agency. Or, although it is a voice that comes through clear and it's like Brandon said, I don't even know where it's coming from. But when I ask and listen, clear things come from that's not me calculating it at all and this guidance comes it's amazing uh, yeah one last thing before brian says some more brandon. Good stuff brandon before brand man this coffee i was gonna say do we have another guest <laughs> no no brandon brandon says brandon. Brian. i like oh, all right brandon i love that you said the key thing to get back in my body yeah the, i mean that is one of the best things because yes. when 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 it's a it's a practice I could use in my imagination at any time during the day because when I start you you don't even aware how much you you rise up into your head right but just if you just take sometimes I'll take a few breaths in my car and I just imagine myself settling back down in my belly yeah and just doing that all of a sudden I start feeling grounded again yeah. like me it's yeah. a simple practice. But it's a very yeah. powerful one. We reconnect, like you said, powerful. Because oh. we have to retrain our subconscious yes. mind to be our servant and not the master. Because it starts to think that it's the master. Yes. But it will let go by these practices. Yeah, Bruh, yeah. yeah. it's back in the Brandon. heart. It gets us back with the heart center. Yeah. Instead of the head center. Yes, yes, yes. Brandon, you wanted to go Daily Word or you got something else you want to throw out before that? 
yeah, we can do daily word. That's fine. Um, I've got. I can do either one. Daily word is guidance. Yes, let's hear that. When I heed my guidance, every step I take leads me to God. If I find myself wondering which way to go, or if I'm pondering a tough choice, I pause and connect with the best possible guide, my divine intuition. I begin by remaining relaxed and open to divine inspiration. I have abiding trust in God as I consider my thoughts, feelings, and all I know about the choice I face. I am attentive to the impressions that arise within me as I release my concerns in prayer. I hold the guidance I receive in my heart, grateful for my inner knowing, and ready to move in the direction of my highest good. I am never alone in any decision. I walk forward confidently, knowing whatever the path ahead, God is in every step. And then uh, I guess here, this is a quote from the Bible here at the bottom. When, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come, John sixteen thirteen. Nice. It's always nice to have Dad read that to me while I'm relaxing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh boy! No, hearing someone else read it though, for some reason, yeah, it, it sinks in. It's like a soothing drink of iced tea on a hot day. Oh. Yeah. you know, sometimes I think like, why? You know, why am I reading other people's words? Right? Because right. these are other people. This is some other Daryl or Ed somewhere else that was inspired and they've, and they've written books. Right. 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 Why, why am I not creating my own in the morning? And that's part of like my process when I'm, when I, you know, when I do this two way prayer thing where I'm listening for it, like the, the, the positivity that comes on the piece of paper, if I go back and I reread it, it's of the quality of some of the morning readings. Like, yes. I, part of me is like, why don't I create my own? In right. in, like, why am I not? Because it's all inside. Yes. Right. It's all in because even the greatest books, the greatest these all these daily readers that have written, and I've read tons and dozens of them over the years. They're all individuals who yes. have had their own challenges, had their yes. had gone through their own darkness, yes. walked their own path, and they feel inspired. And if I can feel inspired, I can. I don't need to write a book, yes. but I can definitely. You know, it, it it's it's a different feeling when I when I can relate to it Agreed. and I can have some kind of meta with it, yes. right? The, a certain phrase or a certain word that yeah. resonates within me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's more interesting to me, yes. right? I might even it, it might be one word out of a daily reading. Yes, that I hear yes. And I'm like, oh, that's that's. I just want that one word, and I'll meditate on that word for a minute, whatever that is. Right. Well, that's you know, why we love these the teachers we read because they were very much not about personality as much as how they experienced these principles. Like the unity movement was all about what you're saying. Like the people that – like these leaders like Charles Fillmore who started this movement with his wife Myrtle. He didn't. He never even put his face out there. You know, like he, he wasn't like paintings of him. You know, he's yeah. like saying, no, everyone, you got to have your own. I love what you're saying. And that's yes. what I think – why people right. resonate with our show. Yeah. Right. But, you know, but I would ask you, Ed, like, how do you experience it? Right. Like, right. how do you experience the principles, you know, and what would you write down? And the same yeah. for Daryl. Yeah. Like, what would it look like if you had written it down for, for guidance? What is your experience with guidance? Yes. Right. Right. And I'm not I'm not negating anyone else's books because no, we, we I, need to start yeah. somewhere. Right. Well, that's the thing, though. When, when we read them, I'm not looking at them to tell me as much as to remind me of what I already feel like when I live this stuff. And I think that's the big game changer is yes. like not putting people on, on pedestals 
and believing in any sort of hierarchy of spiritual blah 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 yes. blah blah. It's really if I, enlightenment to me is am I lighter than I was before? So that I can live and express more of the divine within myself. And that's kind of what our whole show is about. And I think why people relate so much is that we have the audacity. Ministers talk to us like, wow, you guys speak with such authority. How do you do it? But it's because we're not trained by some kind of institution that tells us we're not allowed to speak with such authority. To us, when we read this stuff... We're getting high from it, so we want to share We've it. had other yeah. ministers say, oh, yeah, you never really can know what Charles Fillmore meant. We're like, what are you, crazy? We know exactly what he meant. Otherwise, we wouldn't be reading it. Right, but that comes from lived experience. Yes, 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 precisely. Yes. Okay? precisely. Comes, so when the priests and the, and the rabbis and the imams are asking you, it's, it, it, they don't get it. It comes from lived experience. Yes, precisely. Right? Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to just be the guy who looks, reads the Same. Torah and then reiterates – um, it to a congregation, yes. right? I want to, I want to, I want to be able to read the Torah, digest what it says, yes. see how it applies to my life, how I've lived it, experienced it, yes. it, and then I can, and then I can communicate it. Yes. Otherwise, I don't. Otherwise, I don't have a message of any depth or any right. weight, and then people can't resonate. Yes, and that's. I mean, again, that's well, what that's new, what... the New Thought movement was all about, and is still yeah. like all about is people who feel the same way you do and yeah. that we do, which is I don't want to go and, oh, the priest is the rock star. I paid to get in to see Mick Jagger, dude. I want to do it. I want to have that, that living connection, and I do now, which yeah. is amazing, which is why we love this well, stuff yeah. so much. Well, yeah, I mean, even Jesus said, he goes, it's not me, you knuckleheads. Yeah. Look, you can do even greater works than me if you just start applying this in your life. Right. He always said, it's not about, stop making me the rock star. Right. Right. Like that, he wasn't about being the rock star. He was just about no. He was show me the he way. Was just, look, I, you know, I'm not religious. I, I I I've read the Old Testament. I read the New Testament, and you know, my interpretation was that Jesus just had a he had a particular take on what what, what was being yes! back then. Yes, and it was it was resonating with people as it, you know because it was more down to earth. Yes, from yes. the comic. It was from the common man up. It wasn't yes. from the top down. Yes, correct. No, that's and it, it. It was. It was. It, it was. It was a common, shared, lived experience. Yes. And, he, and, it, and it and it came and it came from his own darkness. Yes, whatever it was. We yeah. don't hear yeah. about that. We don't. Re, we don't read about that. At least I don't. I'm not that schooled in it. But you know, when I was reading the New Testament, I didn't read about his own personal darkness. But, right. But in my or, or he was enlightened, but everyone has some kind of darkness. I yes, believe, okay? I agree. And, and, and this is just Brandon talking here, right? But he had his own experience. And, was, and he, when he looked to the scripture, he was like, look, you know, we don't need to stand on a corner and, and dress up and, right. and, and make a show out of praying. Right. Let's just look what's going on. Let's what's going on. Let's just, let's look what's going 100%. on in my heart. And 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 how I feel about it, and and what you might feel about it as well, right? Your experience. That's right. Wow, this show just—we're gonna well, have that's to have why him he, back yeah, on this there's show. A, there's a parable where he's talking. And he's like, "Get these kids over here. Unless you can make it as simple as and live like these guys, these knuckleheads, you're not getting it, right? Like." You don't need all of this highfalutin jargon. This stuff is meant to be practiced, and it's just yes. principles that are in effect. Everyone can and access them. Everyone can understand them at their highest level if they're willing, like you said, to a practice. And that's why we love this stuff. It just resonates with what's true. I don't need some third party to come in and go, yeah, it's it's okay for that to resonate with you. Here you <laughs> no, it's like, no I, 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 when I was growing up, 
up and I was going to the Jewish temple, I didn't resonate with the rabbi, what the rabbis were telling me. I, I wasn't interested. No, right. me neither. But they were, but they were yeah. And I would go twice a year. So what is that? What does that even mean? Yeah, right? I and felt then, the same way. I, I, I had to go through a, a lot of darkness to to end up coming to a, a place where it was like, okay, I'm open to spiritual principles, which, by the way, was not an easy choice. Right. Okay. Like, I hear you. You know, it, it's sometimes like living the way I've been living and and choosing spiritual principles is not always an easy choice. Right. As, right. as strange as that as strange as that might sound, I right? Hear because you. I got com- I mo- I got comfortable in my own misery. I got comfortable in my own fear. Of course, I got comfortable yeah. in my own anxiety. But I don't want to. But once I've tasted yes. the freedom that I get on the inside, and, yes. I, and you know, I read this kingdom of heaven thing all the time, and I was like, "Where is this kingdom of heaven on earth? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it." And right. I was just thinking the other morning in meditation, "I get it. I get it. Amen. It's when it's on the. It's my kingdom of heaven is on the inside, Amen. and when right. I am when I am serene and I am centered and I am in my body, it doesn't mean I don't have a lot of trials and tribulations going on the outside because I do right now." But when I can when I can get to that place of, of, of silence and quietness on the inside, that for me is where the kingdom of heaven resides. And then I can go out into the world and face whatever whatever is that I'm facing. And it requires self it requires self um, reflection and digging into my own demons because if I try to build a foundation of spiritual principles or spirituality on a fractured foundation, it will not work. Right. It will not work. If, if I want to read a daily meditation, or if I want to go to temple, or if I want to go to church, and I, or I want to ingest spiritual principles, but I have not addressed, I'm speaking for myself, if I have not addressed the darkness from my past, or the crevices, or the cracks in the foundation, it will not, it will seep through. It will seep through. And I had to go back and address the darkness first. So, it, it, by the way, it was, and it was all baby steps. And to let to let the love of God in my life and the spirit of the spirit in my life, which by the way that concept has changed has changed a lot over the years, and then I hit a plateau, and then I've got to go back and do some more digging because there's more stuff that has come up, right? So for me, my experience is that my higher power, my God, has always been there to support me as I continue to grow and rise right. in my own consciousness, That's right. and, and 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 so so I have the strength and the ability to go back and to deal with some challenges like I'm dealing with right now. Um, you know, so I can keep moving forward. There you go. Well, on that note, man, we got to wrap up the show. Oh, Time yeah. flies. When we're in the midst of all this great stuff. Thank you, Brandon Weinstock, for coming on today. Yeah, we'll have you back on again if you're yeah. willing. Yep, and we'll have you in the studio next time. And, My pleasure. Oh, My pleasure. My now, Hang we, on for a moment. We got this from TMZ. We can't uh, confirm or deny All whether, of our guests, we tend to dig up these Whether stories. or not this is true, but Listen what do you this. got about Brandon. Uh oh. Okay. When Brandon Uh-oh. was a young boy, he always felt confident about the, his answers, right? Cocky, even. You know, he was bold with his that. proclamations. One day during religious studies, the teacher asked the class if anyone knew where Solomon's temple was located. Solomon's temple. You know, Old Testament stuff here. I the whole mean, class. Because I don't even silent. know where that's located. I know. This is what's amazing. The whole class fell silent. No one knew what that was the answer to that, except for Brandon, of course. Who waved his hand vigorously from his spot in the back of the class. You know, he was always back there. Reluctantly, the teacher finally called on him. Okay, Mr. Weinstock, where is Solomon's temple located? Brandon's smile widened as he shared. On the side of his head. I I, I don't know what that was, but if I was supposed to laugh, I. uh, (laughs) The worse the joke, the more we love you. You know, Solomon's Temple. Love you guys too. All right. Oh, look who's here. Earth, Earth, Wind, Wind and and fire. Fire.
All right, guys, let's sing us out. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I got to Let's sing. groove tonight. Share the spice of life. Down, 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 down. Baby, slice it right. Down, bam, bam, bam. We're gonna groove tonight. Yeah, we can boogie on down. All right, Chobo Studios, we love you. Visit DarylNed.com. Randy Weinstock, man of wisdom. To find easy links to everything we we do. Jeff Comfort, we love you. Thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Let's groove tonight. Bow, 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 bow. Share the spice of life. Bow, 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 bow. Baby, slice it right. Bow, 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 bow. Let's groove tonight. Let's move on down. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you.